It's Full Metal Jackie bringing you two full hours of metal weekly on the show with us once again. So excited to say we have King Diamond with us, a legend. How are you? Doing good. How are you? I'm doing very well. Very excited to talk to you once again. Merciful Fate have their first North American headlining tour in over two decades. We're all very excited. After a long period of inactivity and, you know, you guys are now going to be touring and recording an album. What had to be absolutely right in order for this band to resume? It was kind of like, uh, you know, I've been asked many times, of course, I'm going to see Mercer Fate again. And uh, I always said that, that yeah, if the stars align properly, then uh, we would love to do it. But uh, who knows if that's going to happen? And I think that uh, the the fact that we've gotten a uh, 5B management uh, has helped a lot with uh, getting things uh, made possible, uh, stuff that we could not do before because we we never had management, you know, Universal Fate or King Diamond. We always did things ourselves and learned the hard way. So it's been um, a tough journey, you can say, uh, but now new doors are opening and uh, that's very much uh, due to 5B and, and all the context they have, you know, and the way that they uh, do things that we now can can uh, enjoy uh, as well. So and that has a lot to do with it. You know, it's just different ways. Uh, the companies in Denmark are, are no more the uh, companies for both Mr. Fade and King Diamond over here in the US now. And uh, not just management, but also business management. There's a lot of things we didn't have before, you know, that now is uh, up and running and, and, and much more streamlined. And it's, uh, it makes uh, things easier in the end for us. And, gives us more time to do what we are supposed to do, you know. King Diamond with us celebrating the Merciful Fate Tour that is currently underway. And of course, Halloween, the weekend before Halloween. Coming up tonight, Josta's weekly pick from the pit with Jamie Josta of Hatebreed Music from Manowar. And am I going to be playing Halloween music? I mean, no. Every day is Halloween for us metal fans, right? So expect Tunes from Typo Negative, Man of War, Lamb of God. More with King Diamond coming up right after this. It's Full Metal Jackie, King Diamond on the show with us this week. Merciful Fate and King Diamond, the band, are both collaborative endeavors. How does each band satisfy different creative needs for you? Well, Hank is a different type of songwriter than Andy is, and of course I write a lot myself, especially for, for King Diamond, I do uh, about two-thirds of the music and all the lyrics, and then the uh, Merciful Fate is... Uh, we're, we're doing it a little bit more uh, like uh, the old days, where, like Don't Break the Oath maybe, let's say that, where I will probably write three or four uh, songs, Hank will be doing the rest, whether it's uh, five or six or whatever, you know, but it's... Uh, so, so he would do a little bit more music than, than I will do, and I do still all the lyrics and all stuff, but uh, I was always the one that, that uh, was swinging this big scalpel around, you know, kind of, whenever Hank came with some, with some riffs and, and, and ideas for, for putting a song together, uh, I would often sit there uh, and, and I wouldn't say I would steal some of his uh, solo riffs, you know, some of the riffs that he was going to play solo. But it often happened that they were better to sing to than the ones I was given for, for vocals, you know. And uh, so we would do these exchanges and kind of just, hey, can I sing over this instead? Because it's much better to sing over. And sure, I'll fix another piece up for, for me to play solo over. And so it, it was the same that happened. Uh, it's still the same right now, I would say. Uh, it's, it's very much the old fashioned way we're doing it now. 
the Jackal Salzburg, the new song. When when I first heard it, it was uh, I think it was seven minutes and 24 seconds. And now that it's finished, uh, it's uh, about eight minutes and 54 seconds. So it's almost nine minutes. And it's from me listening to it. And then Hank had a very uh, nice response to it when when finally I said try these and these and these things and say okay. Uh, Mm. And then he went back to the studio and started working on all this stuff and then they came back and said, man, it sounds so miserable uh, right now. It, it, it Moving this here and that here and making this come back again, uh, which was only there once before and uh, this and that. And suddenly it just was right. And it's uh, so it's both of us that has have the, the, the these uh, things that they work very well together, these ideas. And we understand each other very much. It's the same with Andy, you know. It's just slightly different style uh, than Andy has. Um, and uh, that's good because that, that gives, of course, a, a purpose to be with King Diamond also for, for being able to write songs and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, we have this, this very special songwriting relationship, uh, me and Hank and also me and Andy. And now we have definitely been, been uh, re-experiencing uh, the way we used to do it in the old days because that's exactly how we've done this new stuff. It's Full Battle Jackie, King Diamond on the show with us, celebrating Merciful Fate's first North American headlining tour in over two decades. It is now underway. It kicked off this week. Also on the bill, as I mentioned earlier, Creator and these guys, Midnight. This is Sex Witchery. It's Full Metal Jackie, King Diamond with us on the show again, Merciful Fate have their first North American headlining tour happening in over two decades. And the forthcoming King Diamond release, The Institute, will actually be two albums. How does staggering the release of two separate albums benefit the overall dynamic of the story? It, it was necessary because the story has uh, certain twists and the coming at certain points where you can't fit it on one album. It's simply impossible. So there was no other way to do it than that. I mean, it's, uh, I don't know how to say this, but we, we are not, you can't say commercialized or whatever, but we, we, we do things maybe a little bit different sometimes than, than other bands do, you know, whether it's King Diamond or Merciful Fate. I mean, Merciful Fate coming back with a new song for the first time in, in, in well, 23 years or whatever, uh, at least that was just for, for the live uh, concerts, you know. But, uh, and we choose to to come with a single that'll be uh, nine minutes. It's uh, I know it doesn't sound like it makes a lot of sense, but it it just does. And once you hear the whole story behind that song, uh, we 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 went and, and visited an actual castle in uh, Salzburg outside Salzburg. It was the it was in the area of Salzburg to say two two hours uh, outside that we got the opportunity to go and, and visit this Musham Castle. It's called where all these horrible things were happening. Uh, probably the worst witch trials that happened. They were there in, in, in Austria, outside of Salzburg, and we saw the actual castle, we saw the actual torture chamber, we saw the the special room where they dealt out the justice, you can say, or injustice, more likely, but it's, uh, it's a horrible story. I know you asked something different before about the, the King Diamond album, but you should just hear this because it, it, it was it made it so special to actually see where all these things happen this horror in in short it was 137 i think people that got killed from 1675 to 1690 at this place and the surrounding villages one in particular uh, that's where they did all the burnings uh, but they didn't burn in the castle of course so they they, they were they would hang people there chop hands or chop heads off uh, they put you on the wheel and tear you apart 
actually, you know, and uh, we saw all these instruments and all the stuff they had there, all the real stuff, uh, these things that happened, people that had been speared on stakes and stuff like absolutely gruesome stuff. And knowing that it was real, of these 137, as I think it was, I might be wrong there, but it was 130 something, I think, uh, there was uh, 109 supposedly kids, children, which is uh, can't be more horrible between the age of 10 and 14. So this place is really full of horror, you can say. There's such bad vibes. And still, it's it's a, it's a very nice castle when you're inside of it and the placement of it. The valleys around in the mountains, uh, there are valleys and stuff. It's so beautiful there. And then all this horror happened there. I mean, there's so many examples of, of stuff that there are supposedly one bishop there because it was being made the center of justice in that area. It happened from there, and it was the church. And uh, there was supposedly a bishop that uh, killed over 2,000 women as witches. And there was, out, not in that 15-year uh, period, there was, of course, uh, many hundred years that, that, that all these witch trials and witch hunts were going on. But um, this is uh, real stuff, you can say. This is reality, what happened that we are describing. I'm just trying to see it from the viewpoint of this 20-year-old man whose mom had been burned alive at the stake two years earlier and now uh, the church had decided from torturing the mother uh, when she was before they killed her that she gave up the son as has been an accomplished with the devil you know and, uh, and then they started hunting him and there was all these stories coming up all these children beggars a lot of them you know uh, would point out uh, different people as uh, I saw that person uh, I, it was not me I, I was not there but I, but I saw him and in the woods there they were dancing and having all these uh, feasts and uh, there was one walking and that was that guy you're looking for he was walking on uh, as a jackal you could see his head was like a jackal and then, but he was walking uh, upright and he was all crazy the whole thing and you would see some of these priests sit there and say, yeah, you know an awful lot, don't you? Well, maybe we should ask you some questions. And suddenly, you know, everybody was just pointing each other out and uh, anybody could get burned for whatever. And it ended up at some point that some of those that lived there actually got accused of being werewolves because of some uh, cows and stuff that was found uh, dead in, in the surrounding area. And they, uh, it's again the same thing. You did like a certain person, you could say, oh, I saw the person come in, there was mud on the floor, there was weird uh, footprints in there, and blah, blah, blah. they would just get you out of there as fast as they could, you know. I mean, it didn't need much of an excuse. If you didn't do the sign of the cross, that's what this uh, guide of the, of the castle told us. If you didn't do the sign of the, uh, of the cross and said something, I don't know what, what they say, but when you walk by a statue of, of Jesus or whatever, if they didn't do that and there was someone saw it and reported it, they would be taken into this uh, justice chamber and then uh, someone next in the chamber next to, uh, to that would take them in and, and chop off the two fingers they should have used. You know, it just, it's so brutal and raw, just the way it, it worked. And one woman was literally accused and burned alive for having flown on a broomstick to the Sabbath. It's, it's crazy. And it's like, you know, you hear these stories, but here they are again, and this is uh, all taken out of full on reality. It's Full Metal Jackie King Diamond on the show with us this week. Still to come this hour, Justice Weekly Pick from the Pit. Up next, we'll check out a new tune from Terror and more with King Diamond. It's Full Metal Jackie King Diamond on the show with us this week. And you were talking about the story that went into this forthcoming King Diamond release, the Institute 
And speaking about being at that castle, tell us more about what that was like. To be there, we, we recorded something where I talk outside of the castle, you know, to to just talk a little bit about we've been in there, what we've seen in there and stuff like that. And then me and Joey, the bass player, we uh, announced uh, the new song for, for future use, you know. So, but it, it being there was really uh, something special and it gave me an inspiration. There was one passage in that new song that we've been playing live, even though it was not uh, uh, completely finished. I, I am not having lyrics and a way to sing one passage in the song. And so I made it up every night, just free falling. And it was kind of interesting and fun. And, and something good came out of it because I got some very good uh, vocal song melody lines. There will be uh, some of that stuff that I experienced there will be put in, in that spot that didn't have any lyrics, you know. So it's uh, it all came together for us uh, as, as a very uh, intense, very horrifying actually to, to uh, experience all this stuff. So some, something that came, came out of that tour in Europe, you know, and being there and suddenly discovering that there is this castle where all this happened. And then that is what we were writing that song about. Didn't know all these details, we knew uh, quite a bit, but but certainly not all these extra details. So, uh, And then with all this stuff, you know, and COVID and all this, everything is, is, uh, is really a challenge. It has been a, a big challenge with buses and trucks and hard to find drivers, hard to find uh, people to work for you, you know, it's it, it's, it's tough people to build your, your stage, uh, all these things, you know, the production. And it, it's been a, a puzzle and that's uh, where also our management has come, come, come true quite a few times, you know, and then had to call in favors and all this stuff, you know, and, and we were able to do it. Uh, and the same thing here with, with the US too, it's, it came together extremely fast. When we played uh, Las Vegas, we knew about it, but things were not signed yet. We didn't know 100%. It could still have been if, if Las Vegas had not gone well, it, it would not have happened probably. So, so suddenly everything was done and we have never done a tour that was done in this short time of preparation. You know? So uh, when I was happening and uh, I said in the promos that the, the, uh, the production uh, was not finished yet, but we were going to bring the full, the full festival production from Europe. And we are, but that production was not finished. And so when we played Las Vegas, we, the, the production was still not finished. We were still waiting for the company in Poland that has been building our uh, Golda Mendes, uh, Baphomet, front to our big altar and uh, the, the cross we have hanging up over it they, they built some amazing things for us and uh, they were building some arches that are now being uh, built right now and uh, they have uh, been guaranteed to be done in time so um, they will be flown over and then added to the show and so that uh, it'll be definitely more than, than there was when we played the festivals in Europe and uh, that will be the last uh, thing to complete this production, you know, and uh, I think it's going to be absolutely insane. It's just going to be perfect. So it's uh, it has been a long, very difficult uh, ride to try and make everything work and then uh, then make the tour happen as safe as can be with the, in these times, you know. And then when you think about everything that has uh, happened there, we, of course, have had to postpone all the European shows two years, actually. So two times the whole thing was, was postponed and there was there, there were plans in the order for both Muslim and King Diamond uh, back in uh, 2019 when we finished the King Diamond US tour. We knew exactly what we were going to do, but then uh, people started getting sick, me included, I also got it, you know. And then uh, that was before anyone knew what it was. It was I just came from back from the tour and then I got real sick for over five weeks. It was really, uh, and no one knew what it was. So it was, I think it was lucky that I had my triple bypass because part of the things they, they do, what, what ended up happening was I got more lung capacity actually. 
and I think that helped me get through it. But but so that's so much has happened of all these things. King Diamond with us celebrating Merciful Fate's first North American headlining tour now underway, and of course, Halloween is coming. Music from Slayer, Black Sabbath, Joss's weekly pick from the pit coming up, and more with my guest King Diamond. Stick around. It's Full Metal Jackie, King Diamond on the show with us this week, celebrating the weekend into Halloween. What better guest than King Diamond? We were talking about the Institute and the story that went into, you know, the making of this record. And I know that there were some challenges uh, with regard to getting this record out. Tell us more about that. There was uh, a plan that King Diamond was going to have the album done, you know, and the, the, the studios that we were going to make were not able to be done in time. There had been such a, a lack of computer chips uh, in, in our world uh, the last couple of years, and it's, we felt it too, you know, we're not being able to completely finish because the, the studios, mine and Andy's, has been finished but had to be updated, and then mine had to be finished here at my house. So, uh, But it's all up now and running in the full power, uh, both bands, you know. The, the plan was that, that King Diamond was going to have an album out first before Mr. Fate. That has been the plan all the time. That has been the plan that, that my, uh, uh, Brian Slagle and Middle Bay, uh, has has been telling us and the management that, that they, they certainly want to stick to the plan, even though it's been delayed now uh, so and so long. So King Diamond's album will come out, the full album, uh, before Mr. Fate's full album. And then, uh, you know, they will each have their cycles uh, as, as it should be. I would say that uh, there's, there's the, the single of Merciful Fate that the Jacob says will come out. And I think there's one more single that, that might be done also uh, in, in not super, super long, you know, uh, that will come out also before we get close to a release. But we'll see, you know, everything is a little flowing, but it, it, it uh, seems to be the way that we're going to do it, uh, what I'm telling you now. King Diamond should have been touring now in the US. This tour that Merciful Fate is doing, this should have been King Diamond touring, but we have come up with a show production for King Diamond that uh, I don't think uh, anyone has ever seen anything like that on a stage for where you uh, watch uh, bands play music, you know. It's so horror-inspired. It has so many uh, new things that I have never seen before or done that way before. And I know that Andy, uh, I, I asked him and I said if it was possible for, for him and the band to be playing in almost darkness sometimes, where it would, they would be lit up so little you would just see a silhouette actually, you know. But uh, there's a lot of stuff that goes into what we want to do. The things we want to do to Jody on, on stage, you know, uh, in the story there's, there's going to be some... Uh, like the Institute, it, it's about asylums from the 1920s and 30s when, when medicine really started to uh, experiment with human beings to learn more about them and a lot of gruesome things happened and uh, that's all I should say about it I should get into the story but uh, that it, that's what it's about and there is going to be some experiments done you can say on stage as well that you will see it will be something very uh, yeah, different than you're used to see and um, it, it, it's, it's going to be something that you have not seen before I, I, I guarantee you you're going to freak out when you stand and look at it and say well, what what uh, huh Okay. Hopefully, people will not want to go up and check it out, uh, even if they were given uh, permission to it. Because uh, hopefully, it looks so nasty and and, and uh, disgusting and uh, horror. You know that that's the King Diamond side of things. It's going to be something amazing. And the 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 way it's set up now, our lighting engineer he has told me also 
I've never done anything like this in my entire career. Uh, not not what you want now here. So we, he looks very much forward to be a part of, of, of setting these things up to do the what they need to do the right way. And it's going to be extremely uh, visual, you know. So um, it, it's going to be the, the front cover. Is is uh, I know who I would like to do it. I know exactly what it should look like. Uh, that's the King Diamond. The Merciful Fate front cover is done. The back cover is done. Uh, it just doesn't have all the song titles on it because they are not written yet. So so there, there's a lot of things that have happened already. You know, uh, there, there's a, a cover for the single as well. You know, uh, the Jagger Sassburg, and there's a cover for the next song that comes out. I won't tell you the title right now. But there's also a cover that's already done for that. So we, we have done a lot and a lot of things uh, are ready to go in many different ways, you know. So, um, yeah, it's 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 uh, it's been a, a long time where it might have felt like we did absolutely nothing, but we have done a lot of things. And the thing about, you know, shutting down companies in, in Denmark and opening companies in, in the U.S., because Mercy has two companies and so does King Diamond, to do things the right way, you know. And... Um, It feels very good, and uh, I think uh, everybody will that, that like Mercial Fate or King Diamond and or both will be very satisfied in the future because there will be a lot of stuff, and uh, we will be touring more than I think we have ever done if, if we get our way. It's Full Metal Jackie King Diamond with us coming up this hour. The Death Clock brutal pick of the week: music from Slayer, Black Sabbath. More with King Diamond right after this. It's Full Metal Jackie. King Diamond is my guest on the show this week. And Merciful Fate and King Diamond are both European bands, but you're a longtime U.S. resident as well. What Americanism inadvertently seeps into the music through your familiarity with the culture? Wow, I, don't, I, I never think of that, you know, because it's always straight from the heart. And uh, when I uh, turn the lights off in the studio and I look at the gargoyles and I have a, a nice uh, copy of the uh, coat of arms of, of Dracula hanging on the wall, uh, it's really fun because that 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 uh, coat of arms actually looks very much like it could be a King Diamond coat of arms. It has a crown on top and there's something coming down around the shield. The shield has a bat with spread wings and then there's a capital D right in the middle. One of my friends said it one day to me, I said, check it out, that's actually a copy of Dracula's uh, coat of arms. And then he said, uh, no, it's a King Diamond coat of arms. Don't you see that? The crown and the bat and it's all in there. It's like, oh God, you're right. So yeah, I have a couple of those in the house. Uh, that looks really nice. But uh, and that's a nice mood in, in my studio here. And uh, that's all I need, you know. When the, when the lights go down, uh, it looks the same as it always did. It's just a different room with a better sound than I've had before. There's not really anything that changes. Uh, well, you can say that the attitude that we have these days, uh, you can kind of hear it with also that we come with this nine-minute song, you know. And uh, But it feels right. It's absolutely 100% right. The storyline behind everything just... Yes, this is exactly us, you know. But it's so unique. It was always unique how Mercial Fate approached things. And the same goes for King Diamond. Slightly different, but always straight what we feel inside. We don't make it too complicated, thinking too much about things. We just do them and then we'll, we'll see what comes out of it, you know. And and it's very much still that way we do things. Just like the old days. When I was doing vocals in the early 80s, it was... Uh, with uh, the mindset that all vocals are lead vocals that I do and uh, whether they're in choirs or whatever they be treated as lead vocals and they, you might see a choir coming from right sides crossing the whole picture over to the left side uh, where it's like whoa I don't know that it's coming again 
all this stuff that is the absolutely crazy vocals, tons of uh, harmonies and all kinds of stuff may make it really interesting to listen to, you know. Uh, where there's been been a, a while, I feel myself, uh, where kind of it was held a little back. Not so much by me, but it was. I felt like it was being held a little bit back where it was looked upon a little bit more as lead vocal and you have backing vocals. And I don't like that concept. I like uh, vocals. Uh, and they're all lead vocals, so they all can be heard and singing lyrics and not just other uh, things, some of them, you know, but uh, that's what it is now, thousand percent, you know, again. So uh, that's something that I'm very happy about. King Diamond with us. Coming up next, a new tune from Cave In, also the Death Clock Brutal Pick of the Week. It's Full Metal Jackie, more with King Diamond coming up right after this. It's Full Metal Jackie, King Diamond on the show with us this week. Again, Merciful Fate have their first North American headlining tour in over two decades. You're beloved throughout the metal community. Why is there such great affection for King Diamond, the man? That's probably some of the dope nuggets too. (laughs) (laughs) I've never met anyone that would say that ever. No, but we 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 are meeting a lot of of uh, other musicians and and of course uh, fans and that that uh, have had such great respect for us, you know, and shown it uh, in amazing ways. And uh, we try to do the same back. I mean, for instance, when we played the. Uh, uh, Coburn Hill. Uh, Metallica happened to be at, at the show too. They had also played Coburn Hill, but they had, I think they had Copenhagen as, as their, their center for going out. So, so they they were there seeing us when we played uh, and stood uh, uh, on the side of the stage and watched it. It was uh, James and uh, Lars and, and Rob were there. And it, it was amazing. I mean, I could see how much they liked it. And then uh, we talked, of course, before and after the show. And uh, then uh, the next day, Lars sent me a, uh, an email that, that uh, uh, I would keep forever because it meant so much to me. It really was nice. Uh, but he had just gotten back from Italy where they had played and said, uh, hey, Ben, Copenhagen, uh, Copenhagen. Uh, I just wanted to let you know that yesterday was really special. Man, it was so uh, amazing. And uh, I honestly, me and James were 20 again, and it was the best compliment I could have gotten from anyone, you know? I mean, that really meant the world to me. And uh, so that was nice uh, to hear. And it's in those ways, you know, we have uh, heard a lot of, of good stuff, you know, which is making it all worthwhile, you know, absolutely. King Diamond with us. There's a new King Diamond release, and there's this Merciful Fate tour. So much going on. I really appreciate you taking the time. Can't wait to see you live, and good luck with all the great stuff in the near future here. Very excited for all the good things to come. Thank you so much, and uh, for us too, same same way back. And thanks for, for doing this big time. And hey, stick around, because we've got more metal on the way. 